You're listening to the radio program, Christ Alone with Darren Dolacek. Today's scripture reading is from the book of Galatians, chapter 3, verses 15 through 18. To give a human example, brothers, even with a man-made covenant, no one annuls it or adds to it once it has been ratified. Now the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say, and to offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one and to your offspring, who is Christ. This is what I mean. The law, which came 430 years afterward, does not annul a covenant previously ratified by God, so as to make the promise void. For if the inheritance comes by the law, it no longer comes by promise, but God gave it to Abraham by a promise. Friends, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. And may he add his blessing to the reading of his word. We all know what promises are and what they mean. Even your kids, though they say they can't remember to clean up their room or to be nice to their siblings, remember promises quite well. Don't believe me? Just promise your child that you'll get them ice cream tomorrow and see if they remember. They will. If you're listening to this program on the radio, that means you're in an area where a handshake really still means something. I bought my first house with a handshake. I promised to go get the money financed, and he promised not to sell it to anyone else. And because of the value of a promise, I ended up with the house. Now, maybe that's not the best legal advice, but you get my point. Promises mean something. What God, through the Apostle Paul, begins to emphasize and stress here is the superiority of the promise of God. He's battling a mindset that wants to argue that justification happens by faith in the promises of God and by keeping all of the law. So to start out the argument against that idea, he emphasizes the superiority of the promise of God to Abraham and its rock-solid, unchanging reality. We find this promise of God to Abraham in chapter 15 in the book of Genesis. What we see there is something far more radical than a promise for God to keep his end of the deal if Abraham keeps his end of the deal. God, as Abraham sets up the covenant ritual, commits to his promise to Abraham all by himself, regardless of Abraham. God swears by himself. What does he swear? That Abraham will have descendants that outnumber the stars. And how does God do this? through Abraham's offspring, Jesus Christ. Abraham, in Genesis 15, verse 6, believes in this promise from God, and it is counted to Abraham as righteousness. God keeps his promise. And just as he did then, he does now. Modern-day Judaizers will try and bury you under self-righteous works. The gospel comes and tells you that you're already buried under condemnation but that the seed of Abraham, Jesus Christ, has come and bore your punishment, conquered death, and was raised for your justification. And this promise, this promise cannot be annulled. It cannot be changed. God has promised, and His word is better than any other word. Let's pray. God, thank you for the promise of forgiveness and adoption through repentance and faith in the work of Christ. Help us rejoice in it today. Thanks for listening to Christ Alone. 
If you would like more information on the gospel or would like to hear previous episodes, look me up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Dolacek, spelled D-O-L-E-C-H-E-C-K, or find the podcast at christalone.podbean.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, may the peace of God given by faith in the vicarious life and death of Christ be yours. Amen.